Hey guys, it's Jameson Oxford, your DM. Before we began our Solstmas finale, I just had a couple things to say, one of which was always thank you for listening. It is always a pleasure to entertain you. And two, me, Ryan, and Strana, Roy and Bop, will be down in Seattle on the 19th and 20th for PodCon. We will be the gentlemen wearing the Torchlit Tavern t-shirts geeking out about other podcasts. However, if you, by some stretch, listen to our show, please come over and tell us. We will love to meet you. We're very friendly. We like to hug. Uh, you'll you have to warn us ahead of time if you don't want that to happen, because we'll hug you. Um, but yeah, it'd be really good to see you guys in Seattle, and it would be great to see a fan. Anyway, enjoy the show. We're very excited for PodCon, and we're very excited for this. Merry Solstice. Grinchy Krampus, and uh, I'm gonna tear these people apart. Merry Solstmas. You didn't sneeze during Grinch. I'm uh, by the way, just for the record, I'm a Krampus that's big, hairy, and Grinchy. And I attack Dylan first. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, we begin with uh, Mr. Grimm. Yeah. Mr. Grimm. Mr. Grimm, yeah. yeah, Mr. Grimm got best initiative, so start us off, buddy. I'm going to. Do shatter like right on. Uh, She's surrounded by children. Oh, you're fucking right. How to kill? Some How children? surrounded? How close are you? Uh, within ten feet. Mm. He has a fan of kids around him. I'm going to cast. I'm going to use one of my meta magic feats here to uh, to cast quicken spell, which will give me two spells. Okay. Uh, at once. And those two spells are catapult, catapult, and shocking grasp. Okay. Doing that, that same one you've done before where you launch your arm yeah. at him? Yeah. I'll allow it. You used the, the meta magic point. Rewarded. Do it. Absolutely. Roll an attack. So I'm going to do that. Let's hope this attack was as good as that. Ah, I've outstopped my book, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so then I add my... So 16. It, uh, it strikes the Krampus. And uh, you see the shock go through him. And it hits him. And all the kids... They all cringe and cry out. Mm, that wasn't intended. But I think oh well. I think it wasn't because of shocking. I think it's because they're actually magically connected to his life force. Ding, ding, ding. Dylan gets the gold star. Yay! And then he throws the Solstmas tree down at Dylan. <laughs> Not what I wanted. <laughs> Roll a dexterity save. Shit. Oh, that just rolled. Uh, uh, that's a 20. Okay. Total. Yeah, you dodge out of the way. I'm going to treat him as an epic fight, which means I'm going to give him a round in between each of you, because this is going to be fast otherwise. So I just limbo lean, and it just goes sailing over my head. Who's up next? Bop. 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 And then me. Bop throws some salt at him. Okay. Roll an attack roll with the salt. 23. All right. Uh, That's a hit, and he cries out. And several of the chain links separate, and the children run away. Yay! About a third of the kids have gotten away from him. Excellent. 
I'm up. Uh, yeah, I think. Everybody, yeah. take some of my salt. He's weak against it. He uh he lashes out with one of the uh, severed chains and uh, strikes Bob. Charm class, Bob. Now fourteen. Bob, you take ten damage. I throw a block of salt at him for eighteen after dashing over and grabbing one. Okay. Uh. Another few chain links fall away, and the children run away, and he's knocked back a step. The salt is really messing him up. He doesn't like it, much like Grim did earlier. Big middle finger. That's not very solstice of you. He, uh, he raises his hand, and the entire room gets real cold. Everybody takes six cold damage. Do I? No. Do I? You take half. Yes. Okay. He's calling forth a blizzard in the room. Alright, I would like to magic missile, and I would like to create those in Bop's little barrel there. Mm-hmm. So they can kind of... Oh, drift, salt. Drift oh, you're salt. just trying to, like, dust him? Yeah, okay. Just drift with some salt. I'm actually going to hit two on the chains on either side of him, and then the third one straight toward him. Okay. So, uh, you break... I'm gonna say that that gets rid of the last of the chains. And how much damage do you do? Oh, Roy, you meddling little shit. Sorry, bud. Four. Uh, he takes another step back, and he's standing below the big chimney that's in this room. And he starts saying, You'll never defeat me. I will take back winter. Your entire goddamn town will be mine. It gets colder. Oh, very. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty freaking cold, guys. Hey, no cussing in a church. It gets colder. <laughs> <laughs> I pull out the jar that has Dylan's face scribbled on it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then uh, he lashes out with what's left of his chains at all of you. How dare you. You all take ten damage. I have it. It would be Mr. Grimm. Lord of Autumn. Well, then. All of the chains are are broken. No children. No children. Nobody's around him. Mm -mm. Well, then. You know what? I'm going to grab... Uh, one of those salt blocks, mm-hmm. and then catapult the salt block. Okay. Roll damage. Double it. Fantastic. Sorry, roll an attack, and then double it. Right. If you hit. Uh, that's a tough one. What is that? It's uh, 12. It did roll over, like, on the thing. It, it, it did not. It did not. Hit. No, that's a miss. That sucks. I'm sorry, buddy. That would have been awesome. Is this the best Autumn can offer? Ooh, he called your season. Damn, bro. Dude, he called your season tiny. Ooh, Ooh. he says your season has no nipples. And uh, he lashes out with you with uh, the thing, and he misses as well. Ooh, is that the best winter can offer, biatch? Why it's am I taller. taunting? Why am I taunting? I don't know why I'm taunting. Uh, nobody knows why I'm taunting. Reveal later. Hmm? Later, reveal. <laughs> Look at him later. <laughs> Ooh, my bad. <laughs> Haste. On who? Me. Okay. Oh, oh, oh Jesus. I got so excited. Rapid fire. 17. Okay. More more salt. More salt. More salt. Uh, you hit him. Yeah. He is forced backwards. He's now directly under the big chimney. And he's starting to shrink. Oh, I'm coming for his ass. Uh, he, uh, the room gets colder again. Everybody takes six ice damage. Yep. Three for you. I'm gonna coat one of my daggers quickly. Insult as I run past. Okay. Because I was standing right next to it. Sure. And as I run towards him, I uh, he needs to make a deception versus my insight. 
Oh, nat 20. Okay. That was a pretty good roll, but never mind. Uh, uh, so I can use my sneak attack, and I'm going to attack him. Okay. Describe. Nat 20. Jesus. Oh, uh, wow, dude. <laughs> Mary Solstice, motherfucker. Do you double sneak attack Earned? dice? Uh, uh, I don't know. I think you add one more d6. Is which that all? Oh, that's lame. I mean, double it. It's covered fine. in salt. Oh, that's yeah. fine. Okay. And I need, I just need one more D4. Yeah. Right. Yeah, All right. Good. So I'm, as I'm jumping towards him, dodging chains, I leap up and jab forward with my salt-coated dagger straight into his fucking midsection, little punk-ass bitch. So that's not a great roll, but it's pretty decent. Two, four, six, ten, fourteen. Seventeen points of salt-coated dagger damage. Mary Saltzmiss, you filthy animal. Oh, I'm gonna barump a pump beat your ass. God. <laughs> uh, there's not a date for that? Wait, are we allowed to restart still? Because I feel like I died on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, we are officially out of the looping. It's time to kill the Krampus. And uh, he grabs Dylan by the leg in midair and slams him to the ground. 19 plus something or other. Uh, Dylan, you take 10 damage as you are slammed into the floor. I have it, and look at him, spit at him, and say, bitch. Ba-rum-pa-pum. <laughs> 10 more damage. That one I can't have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the tank. <laughs> um, Roy, he throws Dylan at you. Hey, <laughs> I take damage from that? Sure, Unless four. I dodge. Alright. Dylan is an improvised weapon. <laughs> hey Roy Thanks a lot Dylan um, This is a nice Soulsmith by the way <laughs> I mean I imagine there's been worse Hellish Rebuke uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love him I love him so much <laughs> uh, I'll allow it Dex saving throw Is that what it is? Yep. Dex half Okay uh, What's well, your save? Twelve. Dex is not his thing I'll cool. give that one to you I'm going to cast it at second level. 24. Damn. Uh, so yeah, uh, he gets hit with fire damage. And no, dude, that's ice, my man. Oh, well then he takes half. I know, but I mean, I'm an ice guy. It's what yeah. I got. You're All a pretty right. ice guy. He's forced backwards again, and he says, We must pepper him with our assault. Uh, this reality, I did get paid 10 Did gold. we die? <laughs> no. I mean, I did a little... He's like, I kind of already did this one, but you're going to be a little drummer boy. And then he just fucking throws one of the presents at you. <laughs> Boom, get new material. I'm oh, under a little bit of duress. My ribs hurt. <laughs> he does six damage to you with a present. The room gets cold. Does he, though? What's he didn't roll? Come on, man. He rolled a fucking 15, plus some shit. I mean, I yeah, did roll. It means it beats. Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't even add anything. It was a 15. Um, he's uh, standing... Completely beneath the fire now, and he's like Roy's size. Now he's not particularly intimidating, and he's gibbering at the mouth, saying, "I will destroy you! I will kill you all! None of you are strong enough! Only Santa Claus could destroy me!" Uh, you kind of just made a narrative plot device for that to happen. What? <clears throat> Three, two, one. There is a uh, a rustle, and. A plummet fall of soot. Oh, 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 shit! <laughs> As Bruce comes plummeting down the chimney. It gets colder. I, 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 tilt, <laughs> I tilt my head to look at him. Tilt back. Yeah, your hell's about to get so fucking decked. You're so fudged. Uh, that was Roy. <laughs> and uh, a nine foot tall. We've established just recently that a Bruce 
traveling at velocity does the effect of the shatter spell. Could you please tell me the damage of that? <laughs> it's a lot of damage. Bruce deals fall damage. Yes. And and takes fall damage. Oh, yeah. No, uh, it's 3d8. I'm, I'm going from plate mail. Uh, 3d8. Yeah, that's cool. Bruce takes half of that. Hey, Bruce. Bruce then reduces that by 12. Sorry. Because you don't take damage from no chimneys? I don't take damage. Yeah. I, I take no damage. Uh, Bruce <laughs> takes no damage from his own stunts. Um. <laughs> but he does do his own stunts, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This is why you have a trick knee, isn't it? Oh. Uh, yeah. As a big, giant, uh, fake-bearded Bruce lands on the Krampus. Why didn't I see this coming? Why didn't he see that coming? I heard ho-ho holy shit but long before he hit. And sitting in the chimney with three huge literal body bags packed to the brim with some sort of contents is a Goliath plate mail showing through his red-stained burlap tunic. The Krampus is crushed beneath the bulk of Bruce because, as I said, he's the size of Roy now. Uh, I believe... Mr. Grimm wants this one, as I look like this, uh, look at the squished Krampus. From underneath, Bruce crawls the Krampus. <laughs> what the shit is that? And Bruce panics and kicks it across the room. <laughs> it is now the size of a kitten. I rolled an 18. I catch it. I cast Alter Self, get claws, and I sink my claws into it. True King of Winter, you cannot. I am the darkness. I am Winter. I always knew you were no better than this. Oh. On the twelfth day of Christmas. Okay, someone's <laughs> Pop. Um. I'm not cleaning that, but I'm probably gonna have to clean that. Like legit. As question. you say that, he just turns into a green mist and disappears. We did it. Yeah, right. Yeah, we did it. This was a weird day. We did it. I'm uh, satisfied. What the now, hell if you'll excuse me, I've got to go. What's uh what what's going on? I don't know. This day went by really what fast was though. Okay, we did it. Oh, by the way, Roy. I uh I got you this. No? We'll, we'll wrap it up, I'm sorry. But real quick, Santa raises her hand goes, Where is Gremlin? That's a good question. Uh, I can't believe uh, I'm gonna do this. In her room. Uh, hold on. This is gonna hurt me. And I kind of brace myself. I go, fuck! You hear a loud thumping noise from somewhere deep in the... in the. Uh, <laughs> Why didn't I disguise my church? voice? I could have disguised my voice. I should have disguised my voice. I gotta go. <laughs> it, it, it's not getting louder, though. There's just thumping. Grandlin? I start walking towards the thumping since nobody else seems to be doing it. And, um... Bruce works to manage himself to his feet. Uh, you, should probably, you should probably do your same. In uh, one of the back rooms, you find a <clears throat> large wrapped crate. Looks like a big present. Don't open till solstice. I've still got claws. Shh. Alright, and out of it, uh, you and inside you see a bound and gag Granlin. A very angry Granlin. Shh. Oh, dear. Thank you, Mr. Grimm. Quite a predicament you found yourself. Where is the big green one? Uh, he oh, killed I him. dispatched of him. Oh, well, thank you. Hi, Gremlin. Is it too late for Solstice? Sponsored by Cracker Cola? Yes. Yeah. I, uh, didn't know you were, uh, into that kind of thing. Bruce says, coming around the por- corner and How pointing would you at not- where she was bound. Mm. <laughs> Apparently you're into cosplay. <laughs> 
I didn't know you were into that sort of thing. So yeah, you guys, uh, it's, you know, it's uh, the morning after Solstice. Congratulations, Roy, you saved Solstice. Good uh, job, Roy. Can we go to bed? It's morning. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the next, it's like midnight is striking you, and all the kids come running back. It's like, it's Solstice Day! The, the bell's rang. Can we open our presents now? Yes. Hooray! Go! They ta- they tear into it like in hot knife through butter. Was, uh, You've never say, seen wrapping paper explode before. Question. How does Roy react waking up not in the tavern? I was going to say, like, piranhas <laughs> into a capybara. Um, it's one one. He hasn't woke up yet. Yeah, you uh, no, you nod off. I'm going to say you're tired, <clears throat> and you no, you do nod off, and you kind of wake up to the sounds of the kids tearing presents open. and Using uh, them, playing with them. And uh, you're being nudged by... Uh, by people, hey, it's Solstice morning, man. We're uh, we're giving away gifts. Yeah, we're trading. It's, remember the secret Santa? Oh, wait, we're doing that? Yeah, yeah, ass. yeah. No, we actually passed out the uh, the notes. Um, I thought I was just getting one to remind me to make one for Tig. No, I, I told you. I no, we we we, just, we decided it was a really good idea, Dylan. I mean, yes, you share that. I look what's in the bottom of my cart. <laughs> the false bottom cart. I look at the stack Wait, of boxes. you've established. <laughs> I, I just look at my stack of boxes. I'll give those out later. I'm holding one box. Who wants to start? Kendra's there. Sandra's there. Mullion's there. Granlin's there. Oh, the Granlin's there. there. The there. All the kids are just, yeah, just tearing. Bruce is just milling around the room, handing out I, shit. Tom. I'm going to start. Roy leaves. Go. Roy, where, where are you? <sighs> Never mind. He's been... I catch up to him because he's got short little legs. True. <laughs> and I, I, I grab him by the shoulder... And I spin him around. Look here, little one. Today you did quite well. I think for that you deserve a reward. Do and, I? And I reach into my coat, and out of my coat I pull out a little figure. It looks a lot like me, but in armor. This is for you. I realize you're not an offering, but I think you'll have fun with it anyway. I call this Hunter's Helper. Because I think everybody needs a little bit of the spirit of the hunt. Thank you, Graham. Avil <laughs> says, what does the hunter's helper do, Mr. Grimm? Oh, the hunter's helper is quite a useful little thing. It helps you find things. Specifically any quarry you're looking for. Oh. Oh, really? Yes. Why does it keep pointing I get at it. I got it. I know what you want. No, no. He had... The whole time? The whole time? Yeah. Oh my god. You're awful. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I was the hunter's helper in this situation. It can't do anything I can't do. Though it will do a lot of things that I do do. So you've never Have felt you... a veal like, leave... Like, whatever she does, that she's normally, like, always with you. Like, she shuts off. She shuts away. <laughs> she powers down. Twelve years in Azkaban, and then he points out that you have a statue that can do it. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Grum. Oh, yes. This is what I used to look like in my younger days. Dashing. I know. Uh, so Mullion, uh, walks up to you and he goes, Hey, uh, I have no fucking idea who you are. So, uh, I didn't get you shit. Fair. Mary Solstice, I owe you one. Fair. That's a good gift. Uh, hold on. Mullion just told a fae that he owes you a favor. Fair. 
Yeah. Take that to the fucking <laughs> I, uh, bank. I, I go. I only met you today, Molly. He reeks out and he shakes your hand. I'll call him that favor. Oh, fuck. And he sees, <laughs> he sees a skeleton wink. Roy continues going through the snow to the tinderbox. Okay. So Sandra's looking out the door, and um, she's like, okay, so I guess Roy, hopefully he'll come back. But she has a list. She's like, I have everybody's list. I didn't look till just now. Um, Dylan got Tig. Yep. I hold the one box I actually brought. Tig walks like, wait, what? We don't talk a lot. We don't hang out a lot. Uh-huh. But I honestly say you are a good friend, and you've helped out a lot. So I made this. And he takes a package, and is it wrapped? He opens it yeah. up. What is it? In a very beautiful frame that costs a decent penny is a magical painting done with magical inks that took a little bit of finding and a mage. Don't talk about it. And possibly Bloodbath and Beyond. And <laughs> it is an animated portrait of me and Tig with Tig on my lap teaching me how to drive. Me looking like Damon Shaw. Roy in the back, clinging to a seat. Linda is also in the back with Roy, clinging to the seat. And with the two of them clinging in the back to the seat, it's Tig, big smile, Damon, big smile, steam coming off, and it actually looks slightly animated, like they have actual effects. The steam slightly moving, the engine's pumping. Oh, did you use the the, ma- the magic? Oh, jeez, that's this, very well done. How'd you get the media to cross like that? Uh... Lots of trial and error. And you see, like, a lot of animated ink on his fingertips. And a lot of money. <laughs> oh, dear. That stuff, like, never comes off, man. I know. I tried. <laughs> okay, uh, so Sandra goes, okay, um, who wants to go next? Anybody? Have you met our group? We're not the volunteer type. <laughs> Bruce is ambling around the room, pulling massive quantities of hand carved wooden toys from his body bags. So he's busy with the kids. Them to the kids. All right. Uh, <laughs> Mullion uh, steps up and he's like, uh, he does his thing with yeah with uh, Grim, and then he tries to leave. And Sandra steps up and taps him on the shoulder before before you try to leave. This might be the best thing. I got you. I don't know a lot about you, but you seem kind of like a lonely guy. So I got you a fishing stone. Mullen's like, I don't fucking fish. Dumbass. It's not that kind of fishing. Mullion, uh, in all the time I've known you, I've never seen you with a girl. That stone is a stone of sending that's linked to other singles. <laughs> Go on a date. Oh my god, online dating exists in your world. <laughs> I love you, Jay. This is one of my favorite inventions. <laughs> fishing. Watch out! It's a for, fishing stone. Watch out! Sometimes you catch. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Don't let him do it. Mullion, watch out! Sometimes you catch a catfish. Damn it! We let him do it. Oh, we uh, did. Uh, I'll allow it. Does uh, it restart? Sandra goes. So. <laughs> Roy kills himself. Who? Who's got me? And uh, Kendra taps Sandra on the shoulder. Is like, right here. And she pulls out a really dusty old bottle. This is a fifty-year-old bottle of scotch, Sandra. And I'm on my knees behind, like, please let me. First, Sandra. Sandra, if you give any to him, it's uh, never mind. It's your bottle. It's it's your bottle. But you know that guy. I've seen that guy put it back. He doesn't savor it. What I say? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> From over in the corner, she means you got a problem. All right, a real big problem. Um. So, uh, Bob. Ah, uh, yes. 
as I reach into my cart and I pull out this wondrous mechanical construct. Jesus. Gilded in gold, silver, with what looks like semi-precious stone inlay, but it's actually fake semi-precious stone. Glass. Of course. <laughs> Shiny glass. <clears throat> Colored glass. Okay. And marbles. There's a huge amount of marbles in the bottom. I go, this should be placed in a window. If you do, it will do this. I pull out a sunrod, I stick it next to it, and the marbles start going through the contraption. And as they go, all of a sudden, you start hearing one of the songs usually heard in the church. Oh, that's beautiful. Who Who's it for, Bob? Yeah. Granlin. Oh, my deity. That might be one of the best gifts given oh, to a single person. Oh, jeez. I'm going to put it... I'm, I'm going to... I, think I want to put it in my room, but I don't think I should. You should put it in your room. But others should hear it. But it's your gift. You should have... Grandma, you give back enough. You can enjoy something. It's wonderful, Bob. Of course. And, uh... Sandra goes, So, uh, who got Bob? Did somebody get Bob? Oh, oh, okay. Looks Nobody like, got uh, Bob. Looks like you didn't get anything, Bob. <laughs> Uh, all right. What you get for, uh, the kids keep tearing in all the presents. I see. No, I um, Granlin says, well, I, got, I just I got, got my, my gift, so I might as well give, uh, give mine. Um, and she walks up to Dylan <laughs> and hands you a small package. Dylan panics. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Reaches down, the, you know, eight feet between you. At least it feels that way. I'm pouting a little because of the bottle of whiskey. And, uh, she hands you a small six-inch box. Oh. Uh... Oh, open it. That's how presents work, please. I slowly open it, because uh, everything's a trap. Inside, you see something that you've seen some of the uh, nuns wear. It's a Vespin rosary. You can commune with the goddess with it. It is a minor magic item. If you use it, it helps you to... It steers you from sin. Oh. <laughs> so the way this item works is it gives you the ability if you focus on it for like a minute it will show you the Vesperin sin being committed nearby and she explains it to you if it glows green someone within 10 feet is being incredibly jealous black someone nearby is being guilty if it is purple it shows maliciousness and if it's blue, it shows stagnation. But those are the four Vesperin main sins. Um, and Dylan just quickly wipes away a tear from his eye and just nods his head and says, Thank you. I hope it helps you. I hope. And Sandra, she's getting really excited. Um, who, is Roy back? No? Oh, no. Okay. Uh, uh, Tig goes, it's me, it's me. And he comes forward, he's got a package nearly as big as he is. Probably bigger, actually. And he runs up to Bruce. What? Bruce, I made you something. I hope you enjoy it. Buddy, that scares me. Sorry if you don't. Like, I love you, man, but I'm a little horrified. I've, uh... Look, Bruce, I know that the things that I've made have caused you personal pain. And this might actually be in poor taste, but I'm hoping you like it. Well, I'll, uh, uh, I'll, uh, I'll see, I'll, I'll, uh, Bruce just sort of rambles off and opens the package. Okay. Inside is a 
very meticulously recreated, perfectly crafted Tigawag car. A Tigawagon. A Tigawagon. And uh, sitting in the Tigawagon are two very lifelike, gray, oversized drivers. There is a small girl and one that is obviously Bruce, and they look very happy. And Tig uh, says, set it down. Um, oh, 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 do I need to do anything? Set it down. Bruce sets it down. And he pulls out a, uh, a strange uh, handle, uh, rod thing with buttons on it, and he starts pushing some things, and then it starts to move around on its own. Bruce instinctively takes about a ten-foot jump back. I dodge Bruce. <laughs> and he and, and he says, I yeah, um here. And he hands you it's uh you control it with this. Uh, uh oh. thank you. That uh means a lot. I'm sorry. Did I did I mess up? I'll get back to you on that. Okay. <laughs> the story of Bruce. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> so you have a remote controlled clockwork car. Dog sized, but fragile. That's dope. Well, I uh, guess I need to make room in this bag. So, uh, I, uh, I've been holding on to this for about 42 years, 3 months, 19 days, and 7 hours. And, uh, I think it's, uh, it's perfect for you, Pop. <laughs> Grumpy old piece of shit. Oh, thank you. God, I thought it was going to be me, Kendra. <laughs> and Bruce walks over to Bop's cart without thinking about it, and probably to the dismay of Bop's cart, turns out the last bag that he had, out of which falls what looks like a huge watermelon wrapped in old, weathered animal hide, until it connects with the cart, with the force of a 150 to 250 pound object. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, it is a crudely wrapped, round-shaped, uh, you're guessing, piece of iron by the sound it makes when it hits your cart. Yeah. Like, what is it? Open it, open, open it up. Uh, and I open it up. It's a big round rock. <laughs> An object the size and shape of a large watermelon... <laughs> Wrapped in old damaged animal hide and hemp rope with only a tag that says Bob's name, when open the crumbling leather reveals what looks like a jet black stone watermelon. The surface is pitted through incredibly smooth like ancient sea glass, with the exception of occasional crystalline facets and a single blue or silver vein of some sort. The entire object is as black as the night sky. It weighs over 100 pounds. What is it? Guess, uh, what, what, what do you think it is, Bob? I shall have to study this. I start polishing it. Uh, roll roll yeah. a uh, something. Yeah. An int? Yeah. That should be your strong suit. Apparently not. I shall have to go study this. That's, I rolled shit. What is what, it? What do you think it is? What do you think, make, make a guess. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think it is? Oh, probably a uh, instant portal stone. Nope. Make another guess. <laughs> this is going to kick the shit out of you. Uh, portable hole. Nope. So, long ass time ago, I was out in the woods cutting trees from my house, middle of the night, and uh, I heard a loud ass sound. I looked no. up, and I saw this bright ass streak cutting through the sky, and then it landed in the woods, about two miles out from my house. Oh my god. And I, uh, I went and got it, 
And, uh, it's a skyrock. Um, that's like the opposite of where you come from. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> wow! <Wham! laughs> Ow! They're not uh, wrong. It didn't show me maliciousness on this. <laughs> those are, uh, I, I hear those are magical. I don't, I don't really know. I was going to try to do something with it, but, uh... Kendra speaks up. She's like, it's not malicious. He gave the Dirt Pounder a rock. No! <laughs> it's a beautiful rock. The Dirt Pounder hit me. You deserve it. But it... I like so, my, uh, I like Mary, uh... <laughs> Mary Solstice Bop. I'm sure you'll find something to do with that. Back at you, you fish finger. <laughs> Only when I have time. Where'd Roy go? Kendra's like, I didn't get one, so... I guess I'm relying on Mr... Well, Grump. Listen, he always arrives on time. Roar! It's just his time. Roar! Oh, no! And with that, <laughs> the door opens, and Roy is carrying something bundled up in uh, his coat, and he walks on over to Kendra. Hi, Roy. Hey, Kendra. So. What'd you get me? You're right, I got you. And, uh, I guess I technically didn't get it for you. It kind of just walked in. But I thought it would be cool if we kept it. Huh? Oh my god. And I pull out the cat. <laughs> and it's got a little bow on it. Oh. My god. It was already in my house. Yeah. Is that how you get a cat? I think so. Roy's the best <laughs> at giving gifts. He just finds something in their person's Roy. house. I've never done this before. Roy? You did great. And she takes the cat and it starts to lick her face. She's like, What's its name? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of up to you. It's your cat now. I want you to name him. Yeah, Roy. What's its, uh, what's its name? How about Lake? Um, it's a strange name for a kitten, but I like it. Um, I got, uh, I got two more, uh, two more extra gifts. Things that, uh, things people been needing for a long time. Oh and god. Bruce, uh, he finally is gonna give me that can of ass whooping. Oh no! <laughs> Slaps Bop in the back of the head playfully as he walks by. And uh moves towards Dylan. I'm hiding behind Sandra. I don't want the can. He told me it got bigger. Bruce just now. reaches over Sandra and grabs Dylan around the waist. I forget you're tall. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bruce, with Dylan in hand, walks across the room. To where Roy is. Oh god, you're, you're getting the can too. Yours is cobblestone shaped. And Bruce just hefts Dylan up from his hand into his arm, scoops Roy up off the floor, and uh, Bruce, Bruce just gives him a hug. I hug back. I have been asking for one of these. And uh, it's subtle. You can tell. But you get a little bit of that rocking action in there. Roy. Just a little bit. I hugged Roy also, by the way, during the hug, since we're near each other. Roy might be crying a little bit. Tiny Roy, can you give us a... I refuse. (laughs) (laughs) Roy might be crying. I'm not going to say it. Say it. Julie steps forward and says... Don't do it. Who the fuck didn't get me a present? Oh, your present's (laughs) right there! Watch your mouth! Your present's right there! What do you mean? (laughs) She's like, okay, that's Dylan. Where's the rest of you? They There's brought- Uncle Roy and Bop and They're Bruce. They're good for you under the fucking tree also.
Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining us on Torchlit Tavern. We hope you've enjoyed this episode, and we hope you will continue to enjoy many episodes in the future. Don't forget to like us and rate us on wherever you listen, and don't forget to share us with everybody you know so our podcast can grow. Also, don't forget to follow our show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or whatever your preferred podcasting service is. And, furthermore, should you wish to follow our lovely players and their epic journeys, you can follow them at the following locations. Hey guys, it's Ryan, favorite Warlock Roy, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at RyanSCBSantos. You can find your favorite DM, Jameson Oxford, on Twitter at Agent Beige. And you can find your Skeleman himself, the gentleman, Mr. Grimm. At big underscore J underscore the bad man on Twitter. And you can find your good boy Dylan on Twitter at Argo Omega. Fuck your warlock. Red. <laughs>